This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 991, Money and Monopoly, Invest Early and Often, by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host here at Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you each and every day from some of the very best personal finance blogs on the planet. And before we get to today's post from Nick True, thank you to Fundrise for their continuing support. Fundrise enables you to instantly access high-quality, high-potential private market real estate projects from high-rises in D.C. to multifamily apartments in L.A. And each real estate project is carefully vetted and actively managed by Fundrise's team of real estate pros. Fundrise is the future of real estate investing, so visit fundrise.com OFD. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot OFD to have your first three months of fees waived. For now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Money and Monopoly, Invest Early and Often by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com It's a lonely, rainy Saturday and the power is out. Everyone is bored because there's no TV and no going outside. What time is it? Time to break out Monopoly as a last resort. At least, this is how the majority of people in this country learn the greatest of all games. Growing up, my family actually loved playing board games and Monopoly was one of the first games I ever learned. Today, it's still a family favorite that is, when it doesn't end in a huge explosion, and it represents one of the things I loved most about my childhood. As I got older, I began to realize that this game had a lot more to offer than ruining friendships. Mr. Monopoly actually has a lot of great personal finance wisdom if we would only listen. Two nuggets of wisdom that this game teaches are to invest early and invest often. Invest early. One of the essential strategies of Monopoly is to buy houses and hotels to place on your rental property. If you want to win, you need to buy houses as soon as you possibly can. Many people lose at Monopoly because they wait too long after they get a full color set to start buying houses. The earlier you buy the houses, the earlier people will land on them and have to pay you more money. The first person who has houses gains a huge advantage over the other players, and oftentimes they win the game. In real life, this lesson applies to investing. Although you may not be investing in houses and hotels, the earlier you start investing your money, the more you will end up with. Now, I know you're thinking, of course, the earlier you invest, the more you'll have. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to come up with that. Whoa, now. I know that it seems like common sense, but most people don't know just how much those early years help. Let me tell you a story about a brother and sister named Jack and Jill. They went up the hill. Just kidding. But seriously, as an example, let's look at two people who took two different paths and see what happens. Jill learned early on, probably from playing Monopoly, that the sooner you start investing, the better off you'll be. So when she graduated from college at 22, she began investing as much as she could at $250 per month. She did this for 15 years, and with a modest 7% compound annual growth rate, at the end of 15 years, her account was worth $79,000. Jill, now age 37, decided she isn't going to invest any more money, and she will let her money grow from there. Continuing at 7% until Jill is 75 years old, 38 years later, the account will then be worth $1,036,000, and she never invested a dime after age 37. Now let's look at Jack. It took Jack some time to understand that he needed to invest. He always thought that retirement was far, far away, and he had plenty of time. Besides, he enjoyed spending his new salary after he got out of college. And anyway, he deserved it for working so hard to make it through school. Although Jill tried to talk some sense into him, Jack didn't start to invest until he was 30 eight years after Jill. Like Jill, he invested $250 a month and got a 7% annual return. 
However, here's the difference. Jack didn't stop investing like Jill did. Instead, he continued investing all the way until he was 75 years old. You would think that obviously Jack would have a lot more than Jill since he kept adding to it for 45 years. But check this out. Jack's account is actually only worth $948,000. That means Jill invested for 15 years and then stopped, while Jack invested for 45 years. And yet Jill had $88,000 more than Jack at 75 years old. And all because she started eight years before her brother. As you can see, starting early makes a huge difference. And just think if Jill had kept investing that $250 every month. If she had, her account would be worth $1,689,000, leaving Jack in the dust. Invest often. Not only is it important to buy houses as early as you can in Monopoly, it's equally as important to keep buying more houses as you get the money. If you want to win Monopoly, you have to reinvest the money you make from the houses to buy more houses. If you pass go and collect $200, buy more houses. If you win second place in a beauty contest, buy more houses. If you take a ride on the Reading Railroad, buy more houses. If you land on free parking, buy more houses. Are you catching the theme here? Bottom line is, when you get money, buy houses, period. In real life, we can't dump every dime we make into our investment account, but the more often we can invest, the better off we'll be. Take, for example, someone who invests $3,600 a year. If they invested that $3,600 once a year on January 1st for 50 years at 7%, they would have $1,463,000. Sure, that's a bunch of money, but if they invested that $3,600 on a monthly basis at $300 per month for the same 50 years, they would have $1,634,000. They end up with $170,000 more just because they invested monthly instead of yearly. This happens because of compound interest. Compound interest helps to grow your money rapidly, and the more often you can feed it, the more effective it becomes. For those of you that don't know what compound interest is, and don't feel bad, I didn't for a long time either, let me explain. Compound interest is a fancy term that's used to describe how interest is calculated. Let's keep the math simple. Basically, if you invest $100 this month and you make 1% per month, at the end of the month, you would have $101. 1% of 100 is 1, and 100 plus 1 is 101. Compound interest occurs the next month because you get 1% on the original $100 and on the new $1. So at the end of two months, you would have $102.10. That's 1% of 100 plus 1% of 1 equals 102.10. Then the third month, you would get 1% on $100, $1, and $1.10. Do you see how quickly this starts to build on itself? Hence, it compounds. Once the numbers get bigger, compound interest really starts to shine. For example, if instead of starting with $100, we started with $100,000, at the end of the first month, the amount is worth $101,000. Then at the end of the second month, it's $102,010. At the end of the third month, it's $103,030. It's gaining over $1,000 each month and continues to grow. Compound interest grows your money more rapidly the more often you invest. This is why it's important to create a habit of investing regularly, like every month. What should you do? Invest early and often. If you do that, you can maximize the amount of money you will have later in life. There are only a handful of situations where it doesn't make sense to start investing right now, even if it's a small amount. It is absolutely, extremely important for you to start today. Not only will it set you up for success years from now, it also changes your mindset about money and helps you become a long-term thinker. 
By starting to set aside money every month for investing, you are creating habits and developing a mindset that will help you for the rest of your life. You just listened to the post titled Money and Monopoly, Invest Early and Often by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com. And thank you again to Fundrise for their support. Come by fundrise.com OFD to have your first three months free. Private market real estate has historically provided excellent ongoing cash flow, even as it supports long-term growth. Private market assets like these are a strategy for diversifying beyond public market investments and even other kinds of real estate like publicly traded REITs. And Fundrise is the future of real estate investing. The platform's innovations power an investor-first model by eliminating the bloated costs and middlemen that have traditionally weighed down real estate investing, saving investors time and money. And that is why it's frequently mentioned as a recommended tool in the blogs that I narrate here. Unparalleled transparency and real-time reporting let you see how the development of specific properties impact your overall portfolio. So check it out. Visit fundrise.com slash OFD. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash OFD to have your first three months of fees waived. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening as always and have a great rest of your day. I'm gonna see you right back here for the Wednesday show tomorrow as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving and that's where your optimal life awaits.